0: Poso money work wai wanin kitanani mo e joski pietai apos notoman e yum MITW podcast e jospis pietai apos notoman en e sekimaka e josu madne
1: Welcome to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Wapoos. On this episode, we are joined by Vaughn Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. Welcome, Vaughn. Hello. I would like to remind everyone that we request you send in your COVID-19 related questions to us at podcast at MITW.org. Um, I'd also like to let people know that we have more information on the upcoming Neopit Vaccine Clinic that we mentioned in last week's episode. The clinic will be at the Neopit Community Center on Friday, April 9th from 2 to 5 p.m. Walk-ins are welcome. However, if you'd like to make an appointment, you can call 715-799-5769. Um, Just remember that you have to be either 18 years or older and fit any one of the following categories, a Menominee enrolled member or descendant, um, live on the Menominee reservation, work on the Menominee reservation, live with a Menominee member or descendant or with someone who works on the reservation, or if you're a patient of the Menominee tribal clinic. Um, We also have another mobile vaccine clinic that will be coming up on May 7th in South Branch. We don't have any details on that right now, but we will get those out as we get closer to that date. So to get into our questions for this week, um, Vaughn, can you talk a little bit about the rise in cases in Wisconsin and what that would mean for us locally?
0: Yes. So as of March 31st, so yesterday, uh, there are 6,825 active cases of COVID in the state right now. Um, 351 of them are on ventilators. Um, and this is out of the 2,394 ventilators that are, you know, across the state and in various, you know, healthcare facilities. Uh, 233 of these individuals are, have been hospitalized. Four, or 74 of them are in uh, some form of ICU. Right now, there are only about 18% of hospital beds available across the state. So that's kind of where we are right now as far as the active cases. Um, For whatever reason, you know, they've talked about uh, how over the last week there's been a spike in the number of COVID cases. We're not really sure um, why that is, but, uh, you know, combing through a bunch of the data, it looks like, you know, for whatever reason on uh, March 22nd, there was a fairly major spike in the number of COVID cases across 25 different counties in the state. Um, some of them are, are near us, like uh, out of Gamey County. And so it's important for us to, you know, bear in mind that there are communities out there that haven't been able to, you know, contain, slow down, direct the virus uh, nearly as well as, as we've been able to locally. So uh, keep that in mind, especially if you're, you know, going to be traveling and stuff over the weekend.
1: I know you said um, we don't really know why the rise in cases is happening, but could that be due to variants making their way into the area?
0: You know, according to the CDC data, it might be. um, We have uh, recorded cases of the P1 variant and the B1351, which I believe were South African and and Japanese. but it looks like those haven't been a huge cause because for each of those variants, there's less than 150 cases and stuff in Wisconsin. Um, so it looks like it's it's more due to what they'd call the the wild variant or the original strain.
1: So Vaughn, do you have uh, tips for people who are going to be celebrating the Easter holiday with family this weekend?
0: The best thing we could do right now would be get vaccinated beforehand if that's possible for you. Um, we do have walk-ins, for vaccinations day like we've talked about. Um, Keep celebrations small, you know, under 10 people if possible. Only celebrate with one other household um if you're going to be you know eating together ideally don't share food have things that are single servings like we've talked about uh use disposable dishes wash your hands really frequently a lot of the same types of recommendations that we had around you know Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff about you know just you know, making sure that everything is sanitary and um you know if you can If you celebrate outside, uh, there's a lower concentration of viral viral particles that can accumulate. And so you can be healthier if you can have that outside. So, you know, consider holding outside. It's supposed to be good weather.
1: Um, Can you talk a little bit about uh, updated numbers on where we're at in vaccinations this week?
0: Yes, we vaccinated approximately 2,500 people. We've vaccinated um, over 87% of our seniors uh, and over 65% of our over 55 population. What we are struggling with right now is bringing in the younger population and having them, uh, you know, kind of take responsibility to help keep the, the spread of COVID down. So we would really like to encourage, you know, any anyone that's over the age of 18 on the reservation to really consider um, getting a vaccination to, you know, help protect those around you
1: has uh the tribe considered having more expanded hours for vaccine clinics
0: yes and we're we're actually looking at doing a couple expanded clinics um i want to say i'll get back to you on the dates and that we'll put those dates in the show notes <laughs> okay. okay
1: um so can covid be passed from mother to child
0: you know based on what we know right now um Pregnant women are at increased risk for contracting COVID, um, but what they've seen is they they don't think it can pass to the fetus at this time. Um, what they do know is that commonly, uh, if if a woman contracts you know COVID and is experiencing SARS cov two, um, it has the risk of triggering premature birth, um, you know, which is any any birth before thirty seven weeks. Um, normally, you know, one in ten babies is born, you know, a little early, um, but it's, it's you know, kind of a dangerous thing for, you know, birth to be brought on, or brought on early. Um, you know, if a child is born early, before 32 weeks, um, they could have difficulties breathing or feeding. Um, they have increased risk of things like cerebral palsy and developmental delays. Um, they can also have vision and hearing problems. Um, and they're at an increased risk of you know premature death Um, so there have been some chinese studies that like i mentioned suggest that it can't be passed uh, from mother to fetus however it is also easier for you know the infant to contract it right after birth Um, right now the university of washington's conducting a study uh, to see what the prevalence of you know transmission is from mother to fetus Um, also from mother pregnant mother to household members that live with them and stuff so they're gathering more information um people would like we can uh, put the links to those studies in the show notes they have found um, researchers found that anyone who gets um covet antibodies um, that actually is passed on to the fetus and the baby through the umbilical cord and through blood and breast milk so um they are I don't know if they're actively encouraging it, but um, they've allowed for pregnant women to receive vaccinations at this time because they do feel that it can provide antibodies to the baby. Um, and so that's that's an option now. They do recommend that those women talk to their healthcare provider before doing that, though.
1: OK, um, can you talk about. Uh Women who are in hormonal birth control, I know they're already at a higher risk for like blood clotting. Um, and I know that blood clotting is an issue with COVID. So, are they at higher risk of blood clotting due to COVID?
0: You know, this is kind of like the pregnancy question. There's still a lot of things we don't know, and so right now they're trying to find out, you know, if you know, hormonal uh, birth control. Um, will put someone at a greater risk for contracting coronavirus. I know um, the Cleveland Clinic has done some studies on it. They say it's it's a really low risk right now, Um, but like I said, they're still looking into that.
1: Um, Are smokers more at risk to contract COVID than non-smokers?
0: So smokers and those with a history of respiratory illnesses aren't necessarily more likely to contract COVID, but they're more likely to have a severe case, especially with long-term effects if they do contract COVID. And the question of who's more likely to contract COVID really comes down to things like environmental influences, like your occupation, you know, whether you're a frontline worker or in a back office setting, um, your living conditions, like the number of people in your specific house or the population density in the city you're in. Um, and then there are also, you know, how how much are you using precautionary efforts like washing your hands and, you know, physical distancing, vaccinating, et cetera.
1: I kind of thought that that would be a possibility due to when you're smoking, you know, you kind of have close contact with your mouth.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. That is a good point of cross-contamination. I didn't think that.
1: Um Will getting the vaccine cause someone to test positive on a COVID-19 test?
0: It shouldn't because you're not actually um, breaking down any of the virus. You don't have it in your system, so those markers that are used in this test shouldn't pick that up.
1: Did you have any final advice for people for the weekend?
0: You know, uh, enjoy the holiday celebrations. Um, Please get vaccinated, stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, don't kiss strangers, and uh, have a good weekend
1: in for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-msn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcasts. We do weekly updates with Vaughn and welcome any community questions you have regarding COVID-19. Please send them to us via email at podcast at MITW.org.